0: Five weeks ago, I released the episode entitled Raising Your Baseline Happiness and the Happiness Challenge. And at the time, I was working through a season of life where I knew I had to make a change. I needed to work on myself, buckle down, and focus. And today, I'm here to share with you my reflections on the 30-Day Happiness Challenge. Hello, I'm Naseem, and welcome to Becoming My Stronger Me, a podcast designed to help you become stronger in mind, body, and heart. Up until a few years ago, my journey was pretty linear, following a traditional path. And then, in a perfect storm of circumstances, I pivoted to pursue a more fulfilling and meaningful life. Join me as I share what I've learned about myself that's helped me to become my stronger me. weeks ago, I shared that I would be starting a 30 day happiness challenge starting in August 1st. Every day I was committed to intentionally engaging in at least one of the strategies that are shown in the research to raise your baseline happiness or your hedonic set point. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to raising your baseline happiness and the happiness challenge. For this challenge, I used a happiness habit tracker. If you're following me on Instagram at Stronger Me, you would have seen that over the past 30 days, I have been documenting my progress in the happiness challenge using a happiness habit tracker. And this tracker has enabled me to document and take a look at the patterns of the past four weeks. So here are my thoughts and reflections. First and foremost, I had some amount of unrealistic expectations on what this happiness challenge would do and how quickly it would work. And that is really normal. So after the first week of trying the happiness challenge and trying a variety of the seven strategies, just to review, the seven strategies are practicing gratitude and positive thinking, surrounding ourselves with positive relationships and really connecting deeply with them, engaging in activities that promote flow, practicing mindfulness and meditation, giving our time to volunteering or helping others, improving our physical health, and adopting a growth mindset. And of these seven strategies, in that first week, I was committed to testing as many of them as possible. So over the course of the first seven days, I intentionally worked on all seven. And what I found really quickly is that I really wanted to practice the ones that I normally don't really do. So I normally in my day-to-day life, or at least in the season I was immediately prior to starting the challenge, wasn't really spending a lot of time in gratitude or mindfulness. And so over the first seven to 10 days, I really committed to focusing on the area that I thought was my weakness. And for many of you, you know that an area of strength for me is actually in improving my physical health. So I am already disciplined and incorporate working out and paying attention to my physical health and my sleep in my day-to-day life. So quite frankly, I wasn't as focused on physical health as I was on the other six strategies. And what I found in that first week is I was really disappointed by day seven that I did not feel different. I actually felt quite the same. I didn't feel like the gratitude or mindfulness or physical health was making any difference in terms of my happiness. I wasn't necessarily even more protected from the day-to-day stressors that were happening in my life. And for me, it was really disappointing because I really wanted this to work. I mean... I'm an author in the positive psychology space. I've done research on emotional intelligence. I have taught these strategies in the context of their theories and their research in my classes. And yet I was being unrealistic about what to expect in that first seven days. And after I reminded myself and quite frankly, leveraged this tool of growth mindset that just because it didn't work in the first seven days, this was not a seven day challenge. It was a 30-day challenge, and I needed to give the challenge time to work. I needed to give myself grace, and I needed to commit to continuing it through past the first week, even though I thought I would feel different in week one. But I didn't feel different. I actually felt quite the same, and yet with more commitments to doing more things in a time that I didn't really feel like I had the time or energy to add more to my plate in terms of activities that I was tracking, that I was monitoring, and quite frankly, this quote-unquote happiness challenge. But I committed, and if nothing else, I am disciplined. And so I continued into week two. And what I found in week two was I was actually making a difference in my life through particularly gratitude. Gratitude was giving me little mini jolts of pause and positivity throughout my day. And when I reflected on it daily, so in the evenings I would go into the happiness tracker and tick off the practices that I had practiced that day or the strategies I had practiced that day. And what I found is that activity, the practice of going in, opening the graphic, and ticking off which ones I had done that day, it was actually forcing me to pause and reflect on the day, and pause and reflect on my actions and my thoughts, my feelings. And that in and of itself was allowing me the opportunity for that reflective growth that I think actually needed to come in combination with the tracking of the habits and being consistent with the habits themselves. And so what I was finding is that I started to notice by day 10 or so that mindfulness and meditation wasn't necessarily the strategy for me to force myself to do every day. But the moments in my day where it happened organically, if I paused when I was holding my coffee cup and really focusing on the heat of the cup in my hand, when I took those moments to be truly present and mindful, it worked. But when I forced the strategy, it wasn't really effective for me. Instead, starting in and around day 10, I really began to connect in the relationships around me. In the spirit of transparency, before I started this challenge on August 1st, there were a few relationships in my life where they were less than optimal, they were less than ideal, and yet I didn't feel like I had the bandwidth or the right mindset to address them. And so what I found by focusing in on the challenge, focusing in on gratitude, trying these different strategies, it began to get me into a more productive mindset in order to have the conversations and connect with the people that are important to me in my life, and yet I was losing that deep connection. It did empower me to go ahead and have the difficult conversations with those that I needed to have them, and also lean on the people around me to truly connect deeply and not in a surface way. And what I found about myself when I started to really use the strategy of relationships and surrounding myself with positive relationships, supportive relationships, loving individuals that help me not only process what's going on in my life, but by nature of their dynamic and deep interaction, we're actually helping to create a buffer against life's challenges. And so starting in and around the 10th of the month, the 10th day of the challenge, connecting meaningfully in my relationships, all different kinds, really started to make a difference. And I'm not really sure why I didn't make the connection before, but I'm an extrovert. And even though during the pandemic, my behavior has become a little bit more introverted, what I'm finding is that being an extrovert, you really do need the engagement and the relationships and the conversations and the activities with other people in order to fill my cup and being reminded that it's not just any people and not just surface relationships that make a difference, but the healthy, supportive, positive, loving ones are the ones that really truly do fill my cup and help me to raise that baseline happiness. Once I realized that, and once I began really leveraging that, For the following 20 days, I only really missed two days of meaningfully connecting with people. For me, gratitude, relationships, and focusing on my physical health, the three strategies of those seven were the right combination for me. The other reflection that I've had over this month is that I. Already have a strong growth mindset. However, I don't always leverage that tool in my toolbox as quickly as I should, especially if I'm a little bit down or I'm having a particularly stressful day. Is that I don't always look to that tool to help shift my mindset or help buffer me from those stressors. And it wasn't until about two weeks in that I realized this. So I did realize it after the first week when I had to reevaluate and I was kind of getting down on myself about how I expected things to feel different and I didn't. And so I switched on that growth mindset and it got me through, but I didn't actually leverage that skill again until halfway through week three. And then I intentionally pulled that tool out more often throughout my day to help raise that baseline happiness. And it's really interesting to me sometimes where we forget that we're good at things. We fr- we forget the tools that we have in our toolbox. And for me, this was a really good reminder that I can technically do all seven strategies all the time, but only certain ones have enough impact to make them worth the effort. And I hope that makes sense because the combination of the seven strategies that might work for you are likely different than the ones that work for me. And I know plenty of people in my circle of friends and acquaintances that talk about things like affirmations and meditation and volunteering or physical health and some will reflect that it works for them and it makes a difference in their life and they makes them feel energized and stronger and happier. And for other people, it doesn't. That same set of strategies may not work for them. And so going through this 30 day challenge and thinking about their research and thinking about how it makes me feel to feel like I'm in a more positive space. It is a wonderful reminder that yes, this research is out there, but not all strategies will work the same for every person and every situation. And the combination of strategies are ones that we really need to be looking at. And so I find that this 30-day challenge has enabled me to practice and engage with the strategies in order to really hone in the ones that do work for me they really do make a difference days that i'm unable to work out i feel a little off on days that i'm unable to meaningfully connect with people i don't feel as fulfilled when i'm around people that have a more negative attitude toward life i'm realizing that it really affects me and so i need not necessarily to cut folks out or not necessarily do a lot differently, but I need to be mindful that I'm spending my time creating those strong buffers with the strategies so that I can be in those situations with people I care about or situations that are a bit more stressful. So somebody asked me how I would know if my baseline happiness has been raised. And I quite frankly don't know. And I know that the researchers that are listening and the researchers around me would say we probably could have taken some sort of self assessment before the challenge and now we can reflect. But those, yes, I can absolutely answer a survey and maybe the numbers would move or maybe they wouldn't move. But how does it feel inside? And the only way I can describe it is I'm a hair more patient with the micro stressors that happen around me. I'm better able to manage my emotions and my thoughts. I find myself not spiraling into the negative space as quickly or for as long. I feel lighter. I sleep better. I smile more. And for you, it might feel and look different. And I'm struggling to find the words to really describe what it feels like when you feel like that at rest, happiness and peace is there, or at least has been improving. But what I can tell you right now is that I may not be, where I want to be, and I'm sure there's plenty of space and room for improvement in the baseline happiness level, but where I was a month ago versus where I am now has a lot to do with the strategies I've intentionally put in place and attempted, but also what those strategies then have allowed me to do to address the stressors in my life. And I am really hoping that makes sense. If you have tried the happiness challenge, if you've tried any of the seven strategies, and again, they are practicing gratitude, surrounding ourselves with positive relationships, engaging in activities that promote flow, practicing mindfulness and meditation, giving your time to other people, volunteering or helping them, improving your physical health and adopting a growth mindset. If you are intentionally working on any of these strategies or want to engage in a happiness challenge or have engaged in the happiness challenge, send me a message on Instagram at Stronger Me. You can also make a post or send me a message through our Becoming My Stronger Me podcast Facebook group that we have. Please feel free if you haven't found that yet, either send me a note or the link will be in the description of the episode. But send me a note. Let me know how it's going. Let me hear your reflections. Share with me and with us and our community what you might be going through and what's working or not working for you. For me, what's next? Well, I'm actually committed to doing another month of this in a very organized way. What I'm finding is that because I have it on my phone and this kind of happened out of the blue, but because I have Happen to have it on my phone the picture of the happiness tracker and i go in and i edit it and i kind of draw in little lines to tick off the boxes on different days and i've put it in my favorite so i've hearted the picture my watch is connected to those favorite photos and so Every time I turn my wrist, my watch lights up and the face of my watch is one of those favorite pictures. Well, what I'm finding throughout the day of the graphic of the happiness challenge shows up and it is a tech enabled reminder randomly throughout the day for me to practice one of the seven strategies. So interestingly, out of the blue, unplanned, I have built in a way to have checkpoints throughout the day and reminders throughout the day to really engage in this work. And I highly recommend finding ways and times throughout your day to have that kind of gentle reminder to keep it top of mind, to not get buried under the stress or the unhappiness or the micro stress of the day. And so if you want to join me, Today is August 31st, the day this is getting released. I will be starting the next 30 days, but you could start those 30 days at any point in time. Just let us know. Be happy to serve as an accountability partner or a place for you to reflect or share your reflections so other people can learn. I can't wait for you to experience what it feels like to raise your baseline happiness. Join me in the Becoming My Stronger Me Facebook group as we talk about questions and reflections from this episode, or send me a message on Instagram at Stronger Me, sharing your story, your questions, your reflections. I'd love to hear from you. Let's learn from each other and build a supportive community so that you can become your Stronger You.